It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, uh, good evening there. Welcome to the Vast Side Spurs podcast, coming to you all the way from the Vast Side Arms. I'm Jamie, and joining me in our beer garden for a cheeky couple of drinks on Monday Club is Wazza. How you doing, Woz? I'm good. Good, mate. Not bad. Busy day, you know. <laughs> trying, to, trying to get some work done amongst looking at my phone, but other than that, yeah, sleep. <laughs> Excellent. Good stuff. And we've also got Lee with us today. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Just uh, let my liver recover after the weekend, and uh, that was probably the highlight of the weekend, to be fair. It was actually, yeah. It was a bit, bit of a heavy one on Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was good, though. I mean, it's good to see everyone again, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. And um, Debatable, yeah. mate, debatable. Yeah, with, <laughs> with football, just a byproduct of uh, just a day out sometimes, isn't it? But um, we're also joined tonight as well by our uh, special guest. I was trying to come up with a... Um, a phrase to describe, I suppose, what Paolo, uh, what, our, what our special guest um, does, but he came back and just said, just call me the guru. So tonight <laughs> joining us, we have the guru, Paolo Hewitt. How are you doing? I, I didn't say that. What I said was you said, you said saying, we don't know what to call you. We've got guru or whatever. And I said, oh yeah, if you want to call me a guru, you can do. I'm quite happy with that. Oh, I didn't right. insist on it. Oh yeah, that, that was that was part of your demand, wasn't it? To come on, it's like you yeah. must. I won't come like on unless Conte, you call me the man. guru. I've got loads of demands, you know. One of them was that, you know. <laughs> That's the hundred million you've got to give me at the end. Oh, <laughs> was is going to sort that out for you? So he'll he'll contact you after the pod. So uh, I, mean, I mean, I mean, let's look, let's compare backgrounds. I think if anyone's going to sort him out, it's going to be Lee. <laughs> Lee, the, the, <laughs> the, the Dalai Dal- Hewitt. <laughs> Exactly, Nicely exactly. played ball that one. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, it's um, any anyone that's sort of familiar with listening to our pod, you know the format. Um, but we've obviously had some news today coming out of the club at about ten to ten this morning, with um, Nuno Espirito Santo being relieved of his managerial position. So, I mean, that obviously comes off the back of you know some incredibly poor performances recently. Uh, we had the cup. Cup game, the Carabao Cup game, uh, Burnley away that we managed by some sort of miracle to to win that one nil, and then obviously followed by an absolute shit show on Saturday at White Hart Lane where we lost um, lost three nil to United. So, was have you got any comments to make about um, Nuno being sacked and the Man United game at the weekend? Yeah, I have. Uh, interestingly, um, 
But at my game yesterday, um, someone was talking to me about it and saying, like, you know, what's, what's going on? Like, what's going on with Nuno? I said, well, it looks like he's, looks like he's going to get he's going to get the job. And they were, he was like, what? Why? No way. I was like, well, I mean, from the, you know, from, from the game, watching the game, I mean, I've only managed to get to two games this season and both games we played with no tempo at all. You know, when we're losing, we just don't seem to care. It's just like, well, we just continue to play the same style or the same patterns of play that we've been playing the whole game. So pass the ball across the back, throw, play it into midfield, go backwards, try again, you know, wait and see if something happens rather than actually forcing something to happen. And it just didn't seem, there seemed to be like an apathy towards whether whether we won or not. And I don't seem to really have that urgency to say, right, well, we need to win or we, we want to rescue a game. So, you know, whether he whether they were playing for him or whether it was just, you know, how he, the style of play that he wanted them to, to adapt. And it just, you know, it just wasn't great. Um, it wasn't great on the eye, certainly when we weren't winning. So it was a bit frustrating yeah. to watch, in my opinion. I mean, nobody really knows the style that Nuno was trying to get across, really. You know, when, when he was appointed, he spoke about, you know, making the fans proud in the Spurs DNA. But, you know, as far as I can see, this DNA, you know, appeared to stand, you know, for Nuno to do not attack. And, you know, I think it's pretty clear from two hours and 16 minutes of football, you know, to not have one shot on target is absolutely diabolical. Uh, Paolo, you were there on Saturday, weren't you? Um, yes. What, what, what was your take on the game? What? Well, I thought we started well. And then, and then as soon as they scored... I mean, we started well, but there, you know, I think we had one chance, maybe Sunny, and then, um, and then obviously when Ronaldo scored, uh, it became. Uh, I mean, that second half was just—it was just awful. It really was probably the worst forty-five minutes I've been been there. Um, it was just like you said, Steve. No tempo, uh, no urgency. Uh, dis, uh, you know, everything dissociated. I mean, you know, there's no creativity in midfield. When we did, when Lechelsko did get a chance to thread a ball through, he fluffed it. And then, of course, Nuno. I'll tell you what, though, I, I read this today, which is that I always thought that one of the big things about it was that with Nuno was that we didn't have to pay him conversation if he got sacked. But apparently it's only if he got sacked next summer. And the fact that he's now been sacked only 17 games in means we have to pay him compensation of up to something like £14 million because he's getting seven mil a year. Well, so suddenly those two substitutions, which were just baffling to everybody on thingy, I suddenly thought, well, that actually make a bit of sense if he's thinking to himself, well, if I get myself out of here, I'm going to cop fourteen. Million, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it does because make it... I couldn't. Nobody could fathom him because Mora. I mean, nobody was playing well, but anybody's playing was Mora, and he takes yeah. him off for for Bergwin, who was just dreadful. And then, but the second one, you've got Endombele on the bench. You've got no creativity in midfield, and you bring on Deli Ali. I mean, it was just. Yeah. So it was. Uh... It was it was just a horrible horrible afternoon there. It really was, and uh, you know Harry Harry Kane was non-existent. Sonny was. I mean, it, I mean everybody just everybody just hid, you know, and it just got worse and worse and worse. And you know when when you 
first to be there when the crowd were booing Harry Kane was like, oh, this is, you know, we've reached new depths here now. Because yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know about you guys, but I always felt during the summer that Spurs fans were like, you know what, Harry, if you want to go to Man City, you go with our blessing. I don't know if you guys felt that way, but I certainly did. Because I thought, you know, you've done so much for this club. You deserve to win trophies. You're not going to do it here. You know, if we can get 100 million for you and buy a couple of great players and, you know, and then you can go off and, you know, you go with our yeah. blessing. I'm not, uh, did, 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 I'm not one of those. Did you feel like that? No, I'm not one of those, Paolo. I, I, my, my, my first foremost um, thought is for the club. So... I want the best players to stay at the club. So as far as I'm concerned, yeah. he's one of the best players in the world. So yeah. I, I, he, not, he doesn't go anywhere with my, with my blessing. He stays, right. you know. Look, now, look at what happened. Look at what look at what's happened to him since. Exactly. So that he's makes not, he's, not one of, he's obviously we're not one of the best players in the world. I mean, his head's gone. <laughs> well, you know, exactly. Just, you know, it's just been awful. This has been awful. So when they booed him, I was like, "This is we." So. It, it was pretty obvious that, uh, you know, Nuno had to go. Absolutely. Oh, Paolo, just out of interest, whereabouts is your um, seat? I didn't hear any stories about the players. The players couldn't communicate with him. The training sessions were... I mean, you never know with Spurs players, do they? One minute they're moaning the training sessions weren't, you know, demanding enough, which is what they said about Jose. And then they're saying that they're too demanding. When I think they were saying that about Nuno, so... You never know with that lot, do you? Yeah, Paolo, I was just going to say, whereabouts is your... Um, I take it you've got a season ticket down at Spurs. Yeah, South Stand. South Stand, yeah, because, um, yeah, I was down I was, I was down the South Stand. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm usually Paxton Hardcore, but it was down in the South Stand and was just surprised by the crowd, actually. It, you know, as soon as, as soon as Lucas was, you know, signalled to come off and, you know, the fans <coughs> were in and, you know, for, for me... That just came out. That just came out of nowhere. Lee, was it was it anything like that down down at the Paxton where you where, where you are, where uh, fans were voicing you know their um, discontent. Discontent. That's the word. Yeah. yeah discontent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to be fair, I mean, to be honest, when w- 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 there was a, a level of reasonable expectation when I went along at the beginning because um, they, they they were um, pretty crap. But I think we thought a lot of us felt it was going to be like the battle of the, whoever's the shittest, like that that basically mm-hmm. that meme that you see was two Spider Men pointing at each other. Um, but we we kind of like we started the match pretty well. I thought where the Romero's uh, goal, which got ruled out, I thought, oh, hang on a second, this is this looks all right. And a few people around me would like uh, that sit around me all the time. We looked, we looked, yeah, this could this could be all right. We 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 did seem up for it at the beginning, but then it just started to drift away. And not only that, then I think once they got their first goal, our heads just went, mm. and then the crowd started turning. And then when the booing happened at the substitution, you just knew. I mean, everyone, it, it, to be honest, it, it, it came out of nowhere. It was just a yeah. groundswell of frustration that would just, just came out of the ether that I'd never seen. I can't remember seeing a Spurs yeah. crowd turn on the manager and on the players as quickly and as uh, like that uh, since, I don't know, maybe George Graham era. I mean, it really is... It really was toxic, and well, they, Lisa, just sorry, Lee Karen in a second, and you can answer this as part of your response, I guess. But were they really? Had they, did they really turn on the players, or were they turning on the style of play that the you know that the players are 
we're everything, I think, we're, we're Steve. Employing. I mean, it, it depends on, you know, your, I suppose there's an element of subjectivity to it, right? Because everyone's kind of got their own, you know, agendas that they, they bring to it. But there was an overall frustration with everything, I suppose. Um, one, because the style of play. Two, because no, again, not e- at home, not even a single shot on target in that whole match at home. The only one that you could class as on target was the Romero goal that was yeah. ruled off. And then, um, and then, uh, and it was just, there was an apathy that you could sense in the players and everyone's just frustration boiled up. And, and nobody at this point was believing in Nuno. Nobody was believing in the team. I, I mean, I, I, I did, you know, and people have said that they sensed that people, uh, that Kane was being booed. To me, I just think everything was being booed. The whole vibe of the club, everyone was just so fed up with that at that point it spilled over into something I haven't seen for a long, long time. And apparently Paratici got up and, and was fuming and went off, probably because he realised at this point we're going to have to pay £35 million to pay Nuno off and get a new manager in. But, um, you know, uh, that, that, that was... Um, that was I, I, normally I leave at the end of the match. I stay to the very end. But on the, when that third goal went in, that was it for me. You know, was, I know it was about 87 minutes, but I just got up. And I couldn't, uh, that was it, you know, just it, 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 uh, immediately I thought, you know what, I've given this guy a chance. I really did want to give him a chance. Um, and from some of our earlier pods, you know, you can vouch for that. We're, I've yeah. been sort of saying really that we have to give this guy a chance. But at that point, I was thinking, that's it. That's I it. Think, I do mean, you know, that... my, my time for, for when I kind of had changed my, changed my opinion on, on, on him and, and as to whether it would work or you know whether he had a long-term future really was that substitution to see I'm not you know there was what 60,000 people in there 50 50 odd thousand Spurs fans and for, for there to be that consensus of opinion that this is just a ridiculous substitution I mean I I was watching Sky earlier and and I, I was quite pleased, and I don't, I don't generally agree with everything Gary Neville says, but it was in, like, you know, Gary Neville was talking about the situation and saying, well, you know, he, he, watching the game, he couldn't understand um, why that substitution took place. I was like, OK, great. So it's not just us being, you know, being ignorant and, 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 and being um, impatient or, you know, wanting to to cause an issue within the ground that there, there was a general feeling that actually that was just a ludicrous substitution to make. And, I, mm. and it, you, you kind of look the at obvious that one was the Celso, wasn't it? Well, the it obvious, was the substitution so. was the Celso. He was so. terrible, yeah. absolutely so. terrible in that game. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and how can that player who plays so well for Argentina just look like an absolute donkey when he plays for us? I, I don't get it. But also, what's, what's interesting to me is how Nuno started off. You know, I was at the Man City game, the opening one, and it was it was a great day. You know, it was one of those great mm. days at the mm. lane, you know. Mm-hmm. It really was. And I remember thinking, you know what? You know, obviously, we, we don't win trophies, but it's days like this that make it. You know, I was buzzing for a week. You know, mm-hmm. it was just mm-hmm. fantastic. And then, you know, we won the next two games. He wins manager of the month. So... Where did it all go? Why did it all go pear-shaped? I, it's well, hard to fathom. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to chuck this in there, Paolo. <laughs> I, I think that, um, you know, 
you can kind of chart his demise as from the close of the transfer window and um, Harry Kane being like, you know, not being sold because at that point he was brought back into the fold and then became a player that was suddenly a first team, like, you know, first team starter. And without saying, I'm not saying that he's he's a shit player, but there's clearly um, a lot of discontent there. I mean, we're, we're going to touch on the Burnley game as well in a minute, but if you even as recently as the Burnley game where there was um, like, you know, we're trying to defend a lead, the ball, like Burnley are trying to play the ball. Hoybier goes out and presses a player and expects Kane to go and press the player higher up the pitch. Kane doesn't move. Hoybier goes further on to do that, to do that pressing. And in the, whilst he's doing that pressing, he's gesticulating at him and he's giving Kane an yeah. absolute ear bashing. So, you know, I, I felt, and, you know, you've said like, where, you know, where's his form gone and everything, but I felt that it, at some point, Nuno should have just said like, you know what, I'm dropping you. Like, because we, yeah. we yeah. Our, form was, yeah. our form wasn't there. You go back to the kind of, the, yeah. you know, the, the format and the structure that we had at the start of the season. I know it was only one nil wins, but they were one nil yeah. wins mm-hmm. with, with Sonny through the yeah. middle as the yeah. main yeah. man. Yeah. 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 You know, I was reading a thing from Tony Cascarino today and he said that uh, I can't remember where he was. Did, was he in Selwyn? Did he play for Celtic? Was he in Celtic? I think he did for a point. Anyway, yeah. there was some club. Yeah. And, and something had happened in his life. He didn't say what it was, so personal. And he said, my head went. And he said, I was playing his games and I just thought, I can't. You know. And he said, I went to the manager and asked to be dropped. I said, you should drop me. Mm. He said, I actually asked to be dropped. And the manager's like, are you crazy? No, but he said because my head is gone, and exactly that with with Kane, he's he's just, you know, he's just not fitting in that team. He's just, you know, we're better with Sonny, aren't we? Really? Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can. You... And it's isn't it? Oh, he's... I think Paulo's frozen there, is he? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean. I don't know if he'll come back on, but a friend of mine, a friend of mine said exactly the same as Paolo. Actually, um, just saying basically that Kane's gone. You know, is, is there something just not right about him? And yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to be optimistic about it. I've got to say that I must think that that um, he, you know, sometimes your form is is temporary, and you know, it's a cliche, and, and class is permanent. And I still yeah. think that they, you know, he he will come good again, and probably yeah. the way the whole team's been set up has just not helped him. Plus, also this, you know, what's happened over the summer. So I, I, I you know, I don't, I, I can't bring myself to believe that he has gone. But there's just clearly, obviously, something not quite right, and, it, and it's not just the football. There's, there's, there's there's intangibles there's there's things about his game that when you when you when you're trying to read body language and and yeah. and, and and his interactions with his peer like his teammates that you, you sense that there's 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 a there's a there's a gap there that wasn't there before and, a, and a, you know, it's I, I hard just, to say what it is i i think that you know i, I mean i'm not sure about this whole levy gentleman's agreement thing whether mm. that was a real thing but obviously harry thought that and I think he must feel massively betrayed by Levy. Mm. But also the fact that Man City spent a hundred million on Jack Grealish. I mean, mm. Man City are keen on him, but suddenly they've hundred million on Jack Grealish. I mean, are they just trying to destabilize Kane? Because if they if that's what Guardiola's, you know, 
Payne was, he's done a very, very good job. You know, well, I thought so. Um, I mean, this is probably a long established, it's a long established um, thing, isn't it? And for Guardiola, yeah. if you think about all the clubs that he's been at, Paolo, he's been at clubs in 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 Spain, the top clubs. He's been at you know Bayern Munich, yeah, and, yeah, and and those yeah. clubs are, are used to just saying, right, well, like, we want we want your player, um, and, and mm. we're going to take him. And with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you know just the mere mention of the fact that Barcelona, for example, may want, I don't know, someone from Sevilla or or, or wherever yeah. at that time, when they, you know, when they were top dogs, would be sufficient for that player to, you know, kind of hint to the club, look, I want to go. <laughs> you know I mean, it'd be the yeah, same for yeah. Bayern as well. So, you know, he, he's got an expectation of that and he's, he's got no etiquette at all because he's, he's turned around and actually mentioned uh, Levy and Kane and, and in an yeah. in interview, and 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 that's you know that's not the done thing. You can't is you, you can't turn around and say, well, like you know, Levy doesn't want to negotiate with us about. We, yeah, we're interested in Kane. Levy don't want to negotiate. You don't talk about other team other teams' players, whether you're in negotiations, whether you want them or not. And that was purely to try and force our hand and to try and keep get the price lower because Kane would uh, be un, unsettled. You know, and, and Levy, we, we all know what Levy's like. Levy wanted Northway, Northwood of 100 mil, probably even Northwood of 120 mil. They didn't want to pay it, so they thought, well, if we can destabilise Kane, maybe we'll get a disc. Because they didn't, apparently they didn't even put in a bid above 100 million anyway. It was 75 mil plus, plus Adams yeah, or something. Yeah, is that true? Yeah, 75 million with... With add-ons, right? Well, according to all the Twitter, you know, all, all the Twitter gurus that know a lot about <laughs> these things and have and seem to have a lot of contacts within the club. So, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> that's that's what that's the rumor. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, so there was a lot of underhand stuff going on, and uh, ultimately. I'll tell you what, he, he, he won't be able to get away with it with Conte, though, because Conte will mm. drop him. No. If he doesn't, yes. you know, Conte's <laughs> whole thing is, you are 100% with me, and if you're not, you're in the reserves. It's well, Lukaku reserve. was saying today, basically, huh? that he treats... Lukaku was saying today that basically he treats every player, no matter who they are, as an equal. And if yeah. they don't put in the effort, yeah. um, or, or they're not uh, fully on side, as yeah. that interview with uh, Omri suggested... He will kill him. You know, yeah. you'd rather, and in, in terms of like, basically, he will just basically take him down in front of the rest of the team. So the rest yeah. of the team know he's the boss. Yeah. And mm. he will do this to anybody. 
and it doesn't matter what your reputation is because the important part is the team and if you're not with the team then you can do one yeah and i think this is where if he does come in there's going to be no hiding place for any of these yeah 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 yeah. i think because his whole style his whole style is based on the fact that you have to make an effort you have to be you know you can't you know loiter with no. intent you have to you have to put the work in because otherwise it doesn't work no. so he would rather somebody in there doing the work well, that's it it's his reputation on the line and his yeah. pride and everything like that and he you know you could see um you know he, he he's exceptionally aggressive but yeah. you need that to be yeah. the you know that type of boss who is determined to win you can't you can't be everyone's mate and you can't be everyone's father figure all the time if you want to be the type of manager who is ruthless in winning things. Now I read about might... when he was, uh, I can't remember what club, it was an Italian club, I don't know if it was into Milan or, but one of the players got married and he rang him up on the day and he said, congratulations, but you know you're in training tomorrow, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he can it. back it up though, can't he? He can back it up. He's, yeah. he's, he's like the modern day... Like you know, he's the he's the current Mourinho in terms of saying like, you know, absolutely it's, right. It's, it's absolutely my way on the highway, and yeah. yeah, and my way is that we will win. So he can, yeah. you know, with Kane, he can say to him, "Look, we'll win. I will win you. We're, we're going to win something. You know, yeah, I, I guarantee we'll win something. But you need to fucking bust your balls. Yeah. We're on, yeah. when you're on when you're on the pitch, bust your balls. Everyone else around you will bust their balls, and yeah, we'll fly." You know, uh, and if you don't want to bust your balls, you're in the you're yeah. in the results. I don't care how much money you cost or how much money Levy expects for you, because it, it in my system that don't work. Yeah. So, you know, he's like, a sort yeah. of person that you know he doesn't care if you don't like him. He doesn't need to be liked. And 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 okay, that won't last long. It'll be you know, it's a it's a short, always a short term, a couple of year project because that's only got a certain amount of time. Because, you know, once once he's gone down that line and said, look, you know, he probably misses. This is the sort of guy probably never even seen a lot of his own kids' birthdays. You know, he's, he, he's, he's so dedicated to his work that, you know, that that's the sort of guy he is. Now, you, he is a serial winner, he, you know, as he, as he says himself. But you are going to have to just completely also toe that line. And he'll be around for a year and a half, two years, wherever club he goes to. Because... That kind of ferocity can't last for like three or four years. But if, if he can harness that and turn things around at our club, which he probably could, because let's face it, I know a lot of people have been sort of derided us and said to us, we, we've got you know a lot of shit players. We've got some shit players, but actually we've got a lot of very good players. There's some key areas that we could address, but he could make quite a quick in uh, try, mm-hmm. a, a change at our club, I think, because we've still got a lot of very, very good players. Romero is a superb player. Um, obviously Kane, Son, on Endembele, Lloris. You've still got a, a core of really good players there. I think Royale looks good. Regulon, he could probably get a better tune out of as well. How are you? How are you? You had a whole great, you had a whole great argument built there. A whole I great don't know argument. what your problem is was, with Royale. I think he's going to be very along, good. 
I came along for the ride and then you fucking dropped right out into it and just lost all credibility. <laughs> no, this is your agenda, Steve. This is your agenda. I'm telling you, he's a, he's a decent player. He will, it, once he once he gets a bit more experience as well. But, but you know, so I think obviously there's parts of midfield that need to be changed up here because then I think we're lacking. If he's playing though, if, he's, if Conte's playing 3-4-3, three, three, yeah. right, who's he got in midfield? It'll be. Um, well, I reckon he goes with someone like Skippy and um, a creative. I reckon so. He has to. But where's Hoiberg? See, Hoiberg for me is Stefan Freund Mark II. Oh, I like Hoiberg, yeah, right. but I just, I just think, I just think you can't have two holding midfielders in in. He won't in go a three for two holding. So I think he'll have that and he'll have Endon Bello. Hmm. And he'll have the two fullbacks. I think so. And one or the other. To take her at the back. I'd like. I, I, I don't know. It was. Um, is it Steve, Stephen Warnock? I think it was on. Was on Sky earlier, and he was talking about the the three. You know, the three that he likes to play at the back, and mm-hmm. actually, um, Davis could come into that equation because he's played that. He plays that role for um, for Wales as a, as the left centre back mm-hmm. of a three. So he could actually come in and do a a, a, a semi decent job in there. He's reliable and and can because he's on the left foot. He can play out. And he can play out to the left and give us, you know, and open the pitch out a lot better. So, you know, you you never know. Davis if might you got, actually. If you got in January someone like De Freed, um or um, or Skriniar alongside oh, in that three with with um, with with Dyer in there as well, and also Romero. Now we're talking. If you're going to get Skriniar, why would we still retain uh, Dyer though? I mean, surely you'd, yeah. you'd want to. You'd want to, you know, you've got Romero, Skriniar, and you, 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 want, have a someone, three in the you want someone you else have... of quality, don't you? Yeah, it's but we're not going to buy quality. two defenders, I don't think. So then, then you're then going I'd to go change with, someone like... Then I'd go with Sanchez, because you've yeah, got... maybe, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I think... I think We've also got a sufficient number of um, centre-backs anyway. I mean, was you mentioned about Davies coming in and doing a job as left centre-back. But, you know, we've got obviously got the likes of Romero, we've got Rodon, we've got Sanchez, Tanganga can slot in there as well. Yeah. yeah I think the, I think the days of Ben Davies are, are, are finished, really, um, in my view. But it's just going to be incredibly interesting to see how the team suddenly performs this coming Thursday. This, this is all, this is all, you know, on the on the basis that Conte does actually get the job, we don't fuck it yeah, up. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Man United sacked Solskjaer in about two hours, then suddenly it's, you it's know Conte is going. Then suddenly Conte is going up the up the up the motorway at you know breakneck speed to um, to sign for United. We've we've all we've, we've been here a million times before, haven't we? Where we get our hopes up and then yeah, it's dashed at the last minute because Mister Tight Ass didn't want to spend an extra fifty quid to you know get the person that you he wanted. But you know, just 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 mentioning Levy as well. You know, as well, and yeah, if we do get Conte in, Conte will need to be backed. Um, now, Levy is incredibly tight, likes to penny pinch, as you know some fans will say. But but, Isn't but, this... but look, we've sacked po- we've we've sacked in the last two years. We've sacked, sacked Poch, got Mourinho in on thirteen, fourteen odd million quid a year. Then we've got Nuno in that was seventh choice. Then obviously we're going to have to pay compensation for Nuno. That's three isn't managers. This the, Jay, isn't this the best time? Isn't this, isn't this the best time, though? Best time to get Conte in. So you, I, you bring I him think... in. You bring him in, but you bring him in mid mid season, mid transfer window. Right, he's got a few games, and then if he 
if he gets the team performing between now and January, leave it to say to him, well, you don't need anyone, do you? Yeah, you, like, need, look, yeah, yeah, look, yeah. You, you, you fucking got, you're getting a tune out of these boys already, son. Why do you need to, yeah. why do you need reinforcements? <laughs> so leave he's probably thinking, well, fuck it. Best time to get him in is like, you know, is, is to get him in mid-season, you know. <laughs> tweet, tweet from Romano here. Here we go. Steve Bruce to Spurs. No, <laughs> lovely. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely a no. <laughs> the thing is, though, if we if we if we if we got Steve Bruce in, he'll be in the pie shop with G every uh, every uh, Saturday afternoon and during the week as well, won't he? But um, but hey, hey, remember, Lee, we got to leave, leave Bruce alone. He got a load of fucking shit from Newcastle fans. That's the part of the reason he was happy to go, and he's not even—he's not even in a job, and we're giving him fucking grief. Leave, leave the man alone. He's, <laughs> he's enjoying—he's enjoying some cricket with his son at the moment. Fucking god, give, give, give him a break. He's eight million quid. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Steve? Do you know what was? I don't—I don't think he even listens to this pod. So um, <laughs> I, I think we can say whatever we want about Steve Bruce. <laughs> I've heard—I've heard otherwise. I've heard that he's an avid listener. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was taking he was taking tactical tips from Lee. That's yeah. why he's out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, right? With, if we do manage to get Conti, not only because you know does he have an incredible pedigree, but there's going to be no more sort of cozy <laughs> stuff going on. And uh, he's the sort of person that um, you know that that not only will uh, batter everyone into shape, but I think he's um, he, he he's where we've had kind of. Um, uh, Mourinho was kind of a bit of a busted flush and everyone kind of knew that and he was never yeah. going to be a good fit for us then, yeah. then you end up with someone like Nuno who was really like 110th choice but this, this guy really is the real deal he's, he's yeah. not at the end of any kind of career cycle he he is still in his pomp uh, yeah. so I would imagine that he's been given some kind of guarantee on, on that he can get in at two or three players that he really quite fancies that will transform us because he's probably done a bit of homework on that. Um, and, and he, and he's also got a track record of making either sort of average players like Moses, at, uh, um, uh, um, Chelsea yeah. and, and also even better players, uh, you know, really good players, even to into even better players. And, and also on top of that, he's worked with his compatriot Paritici before yeah. at Juve. Yeah. So that they Oh, Lee, are you still with us? Uh, is it, have I frozen? No, no you're yeah, back. You're back. Yeah, you're yeah, you're back. Frozen, yeah. uh, sorry. The thing is, Lee, you're on a you're on a, a two minute timer. So once you've been chatting, uh, right? You you said that for me, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Once you've been chatting constantly, the thing for two is about minutes, we just freeze your screen. Well. The thing is about Conte as well is that he. This is when I first thought, wow, is that when he managed Italy and he got to the quarterfinals. Mm. Because that it was a terrible Italian team, man. It was dreadful, yeah. and he he got them there by. It was only because of two, two of the worst penalties you ever saw that that uh, we lost to Spain <laughs> and went out. But I mean, out no, to France. But I mean, it was just. But what I, mean, I was also saying is that he's worked with his compatriot Peretici, hasn't he? So he knows the knows the yeah. guy very well. Apparently, at both at UV. Been, there was one report saying that we told him he can have hundred million euros. I don't yeah. know if you saw that. And if he gets the t- if he gets two or three players so that he really fancies, yeah. 
I think I think with the you know there's a lot of um you know there's a lot of mileage there and I think he you know he's got he's got one of the highest points tallies in the Premiership apart from Klopp and, and um and also Guardiola so he's got a he's got a fantastic pedigree. Oh, he's going to be great for us, man. He's going to yeah. be great. Who does he sell though? Who do you sell to raise everyone? funds? <laughs> sell everyone. Sell them King. all. <laughs> I tell you what. If this thing is true that he's going to kill players for they're not on top, they're going to they're going to have to order up about fifteen coffins. Yeah. <laughs> now, who would you sell those if you wanted to raise funds? Would you let people go in January? I don't. Wind, do you know what? Delhi? We will. We will. Like Delhi, you know, we will sell players and to balance the books eventually. But I, I don't think that's going to be a condition that we have to sell before we buy. He wouldn't come. I know, on that but basis. you know, that, that's the thing about Levy, isn't it? I mean, you know, yeah. somebody comes in for Harry Wings, you go, oh, what, forty million? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, you know why? Why aren't we selling these players when when we can get good money and then reinvest the money back in the team? You I know, think, but that's, isn't that slightly is changing though? though? Isn't that slightly yeah. changing? Because isn't that slightly changing? And when we just got rid of got rid of Aurier on a you know, t- tore up his contract, mm, yeah, so I think, so. I think well, he tore up his had... contract, didn't he? Aurier came well, in. And... No, and yeah, I think but I think that know, was um, a mutual, wasn't it? I think that was a mutual. So I think Paratici must be having some kind of impact. On on Levy and you know his you know his his, his running of the, the the football side of the club in terms of saying like you know we need to make changes and you know, sometimes also, you're just going to take a hit. Can we not can we not apportion some of this blame to Joe Lewis because uh, okay. you know I mean I know Steve uh, sorry I know um, Daniel Levy gets it gets the brunt of it because he seems to you know he's much more the public face of it um, because of Enoch etc. But I mean the you know the guy with the bunts yeah. is is Joe Lewis and yeah. he has like a fortune personal fortune of over three billion. Yeah. This you know he could make us into a an incredibly powerful yeah. super club, no problem at all. I mean, yeah. all this money is a drop in the ocean yeah. for him. Uh, yeah. He could he could bung uh, the club 300, 400 million, and it's going to mean yeah. nothing to him. Yeah, absolutely. He can't, right, can he? So why, can't. So why does Levy get the blame all the time? This this guy who's got all the money is supposed to be our backer. He should put his damn hand in his pocket. The man's nearly 90 years old. You know what, it, what's he going to so, do with all that fortune? So, so put it, but how would he put his hand in put his hand in his pocket? How how to do? Because I, my understanding is that then you can't do any dodgy kind of advertising deals. He can't just deposit no, but you three hundred million can, into the you, bank account, can he? It's got because be, it's, it's over be, certain years, isn't it? So if if the books balance over the next like three or four years, if, uh, and then you, over that time we then sell players that we're looking to get rid of, then you keep it keeps you in that frame of like keeping. I think it's like under ninety million, isn't it? So if he gave us like three hundred million over that time, you could still sell on those players or make arrangements where you're buying players like we're doing at the moment with certain options to buy that in in a year's time you then then it starts. So you stagger it in that way. There's ways and there's ways and means around. It. I mean that he has a huge personal fortune. We should not be, you know, he's got, o- a, yacht. Over th- he's got a yacht with nine. What is it? Helicopters. No, <laughs> no, with um, nine hundred thousand pounds worth of paintings on the yacht. Yeah, you know that yacht yeah. he's got. Yeah. Mm. I mean, do you know what I mean? It's like do you know, you know exactly. It, it, it's he's, incredible, and it, I, I just think the same thing. What are you going to do with it all, man? Exactly. I mean, he's been skimping and scraping for years, haven't we? You know, it, we're, you know, we've got a net spend of like 29 million over five years. I mean, yeah. that, 
And I'm not saying that we should be chucking money and away. How much has he taken but... out of the club? Exactly. I mean, what did he buy yeah. the club for? 24 million, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how much has he taken out since then? I mean, and God. If, if, if they sold it for, a, you know, a billion and a half, whatever it is, and they bought it for 22 billion. So oh. really, you know, they're, 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 they're going to be quids in whichever way they do this, and yeah, yeah, whichever yeah. way you slice it up. So about time that he... Yeah, but the trouble is, is that stadium, because that stadium, mm. they're looking at, they're, they're just It's financed over like 15 Andy years. They're Joshua fights, aren't they? Tyson yeah. Fury fights, Adele concerts, blah, blah, the NFL, blah, 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 just... You know, it's just crazy. well. Let's, let's just hope that if if we have got Conti and that they've bitten the bullet and said, right, okay, you know, this this is turning toxic now. We've made so many errors. Yeah. Um. We finally, the penny has dropped, and we're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna have to speculate to accumulate here. Well, does anyone thing. miss? Um, does anyone miss White Hart Lane, the old ground? Yeah. 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 So yeah, do I. Man. Yeah. I'm yeah, reading this yeah. going into the bogs and they're full of smoke. He's <laughs> <laughs> having a fang. But you got really wading, just, you're like, wading through a load of piss as you walk through. Yeah, I love yeah, that. I, I miss yeah. it all, man. I really fucking, And you know the worst settlement. thing they did? You know, the worst thing they did was when they when they moved us, they didn't say, right, we're going to put you guys, we're just going to lift you all up and put you yeah. here. They did that yeah. points thing. Yeah. So we yeah, all got yeah, split yeah. up. So all these guys that Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, I used to love going there. And these, I didn't even know their names. I'd be all right, mm-hmm. all right. Doing, and it was just Tottenham. You know, he's not playing them again. And it was just Tottenham. And then we'd score and we'd go mad and we'd lose. I miss, I miss the guy I mean? that used that to hammer thing. on the corrugated iron all the time to try and get yeah. the old drum beat going and all yeah, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, all you know? that stuff, man. And there was a veggie, a burger guy outside, you know. Yeah, I'm vegetarian. Yeah, well, would you want a fucking vegetarian for burger for? I've got spent five minutes. You know, do you know what I mean? It was all that. You know, yeah. yeah. And there's like my mates is like going to the O2, and you, you know, you watch them. You know, you, you buy your popcorn and or your North Korean pizza or something, and then and you watch the multi-billionaires and the kick around, and you go home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I miss why yeah. I mean, like. You know, it's some of my best times then, man. Yeah, yeah, true, very yeah. true. I think, once you just wanted to, I mean, obviously we're, uh, you know, chatting about Conte and um, fingers fingers crossed this does actually pull off because I think it will be an incredible statement, statement of intent from the club if we do get Conte in, but it will then need to be backed up with investment and, you know, making sure... Well, I can't sure that... see Conte coming without... without no. He's, he's no. got to say to him, look, you want me, you know how I operate... You know, yeah. My favorite oh, thing gonna, about if, you're not uh, if he does money, come, then let's stop wasting each other's time. You know, simple as that, isn't it? If he comes, then they have to come here. They have to. My favorite thing about if he does come is the amount of piss it's going to boil from rival fans because already oh, they they are <laughs> they are smarting. Aren't My they? Guna mates are really pissed off, man. <laughs> they yeah. are really worried now. They're worried. Yeah. 
And United have pissed off as well. Oh, big time. Oh, they'll, no. be, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be absolutely That's... livid, won't they, the United? Yeah, someone said they won the battle, but we won the war, if, they, <laughs> if this is what happened. So, you know. <laughs> but what was I've just, just had a look on the notes here, and you've got a point here, just coming, just coming back to Nuno again. I think that's a point that you wanted to wanted to raise. Well, it, it, it really, yeah. I mean, it, it really was. Um, so, I mean, obviously, I, I wasn't on the pod last week, and I, I listened to it. And I thought it was really great discussion that you guys had. But there, there was, I felt that there, there was there was there was some points made, and it was like about you know, Nuno's time's probably at an end. Like that. So even I think last week you were kind of saying you know we're not really sure about Nuno. Blah blah blah. Maybe needs a new manager. Um, but if a new manager comes in, it'll need to be given time. So it was it was just like it felt to me like a little bit of a, a contradiction because obviously Nuno is or was in essence at this time still really a new manager. So what what constitutes uh, you know like why why should a new manager, any new manager coming in, why should they be given time when like we didn't feel that Nuno needed to be given more time than he'd already been given, given that he's only been there like sort of four months or or seventeen games in total. What what's the what's the difference in terms of a Conte coming in or if it's not Conte, uh, Graham Potter or whatever coming in? What's what's the difference in terms of you know him being expected to have time when Nuno? We're saying that Nuno's time was up. Right, go on, Lee. I, I mean, my opinion on that one is is that um, it because it's simply because he was like seventh or eighth choice manager, and he was always going to have to really go, go some to 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 win everyone over. So nobody, particularly, I mean, when he was appointed, everyone was underwhelmed and for, for a starters. So he really had to overcome a huge barrier there. And if we're over underwhelmed, so were the players. Um, I mean, us, we wanted to give him a chance and we you know, got off to a reasonable start. And let's face it, if we'd won a number of games, 1-0, we would have sacrificed the style. Um, yeah. But when consistently, consistently, um, we're getting, you know, the lowest rankings in terms of shots on targets, passes completed, runs and all this kind of stuff. The, the, all the doubts then start to seep in, not just amongst the fans, but clearly, okay, of course, but if you, into, into if the you players. Look at, um, and then you, if you look at them down the road, so look at that that team down the road, right? Where we've, um, and I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not no, but, suggesting but, for a minute, I'm not suggesting for a minute that they will finish the season above us. But if you look at that team down the road, we they yeah. they've had a manager that, that's come in, and all right, you know he. he, he I think I don't know if his first or second game or whatever was to you know, mm. you know one of his first few games was to win the FA Cup and then the following season they were pants you know the t- their mm. team were pants they didn't look very good and they, you know it's trust the process trust the process and we laughed ha trust the process we and all of a sudden but I suppose given, for them given twelve let me finish Lee. given twelve okay, months to finish like given twelve months to actually you know to to build his squad and accumulate his squad all of a sudden now he's got a team that look a little bit more like they know what they're doing. He's blooded a few more players in and all of a sudden they look like, you know, so he, that's, that's a, a manager that was given a, a time and probably wasn't, wasn't their, their first choice as well. So, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I've got a few friends that are, are Arsenal fans and, and they're, 
kind of like from the beginning they were they they really believed in him and he was one of their own and they were really looking forward to him coming to the club i think that's a big difference because they actually wanted him there and they wanted him mm. to succeed and he came from an arsenal background and uh, and and so but we should the, want all the, our managers to succeed we should want this is this is my issue right i don't care whether whether nuno was first choice seventh choice 39th choice once he's in situ we want him to succeed that shouldn't oh, yeah, be what, but the, we did. What, what the choice what you know what you know what where he was in the list should is is, is irrelevant surely yeah, I mean, it's but because he, but the way he's play, sorry, but his play was like Mourinho light, basically. So we've done enough. But Conte is going to be the same. Conte is going to be the same. Conte is yeah. ultra net, uh, ultra defensive to 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 set the team up and to get to get the team going. He's ultra defensive. We will win the first few games one nil. That'll be yeah. it, and then we'll win the next few games one nil. Well, if, if, if it's going to be the same again, he won't get any chance. He won't get any time either. But uh, but the, you know the fact that he is uh, you know uh, quite a, a, a modern progressive manager in many other ways, and he's also uh, he's got the, the background that he's got. I think that will inspire the players. If it doesn't, though, I think it, it, you know it's some four, five, so, six months so down the line, one, one he'll be in trouble. Is, one statistic is. In Milan, over the last two seasons, he was in charge, scored 100 goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every each season. Yeah. It, 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 it does start with the defence, but he's, he is, you know, he's not like, you know, Mourinho, you always felt was it was always about the, the defence. And, you know, there, there were those reports, weren't there, that he never bothered training with the attacking players because he was like, well, you guys score goals. You know, the defence is the, the main thing, whereas Conte will. Mm-hmm. Work, you know, he he yeah. he will score goals, you know. I mean, you know, and also Chelsea when he was in charge of Chelsea, it wasn't they, they were, you know, whether we like him or not, they they were a good side to watch, weren't they? You know, and also if you believe the rumours, and I, and I know they are rumours, but but in training was not intense enough, not only under Nuno but also under uh, Mourinho. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, but that will not be the case under him, and if yeah. we can address that and up the intensity, I think. Yeah. It will be transformational for our yeah. team. I mean, it was one of the things I want to mention about Saturday was, do you know what? Do you know what was really the worst thing? We were all like, oh well, we were like that. You know, before when you, you know, you're so involved in the team and oh, you, got, you know, and you're absolutely devastated that you've mm. lost and your whole week through. And like we, were, most of us were like, oh well, yeah. there you go. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's how with the the apathy you talked about the players mm-hmm. had, had seeped through to us. You know, we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I got, never want to feel like that about. And it's uh, not just him, to be fair, because he's come across as a really nice guy. I mean, I feel sorry for Nuno because he's clearly a nice bloke, um, and and he wanted to do well, and and, and I'd have loved him to have done well. Uh, yeah. Unlike Mourinho, I couldn't give a toss about him. Uh, but the but that but that apathy is a legacy of what happened when they appointed Mourinho. There's been mm. a dearth of interesting football, and it's kind of gone on from there. And then when we've seen it again with such terrible stats, it's kind of like everyone's like throwing their arms up and just like just had enough of this dross. Yeah. Just just to lay a question for you, right? So, you know the 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 current situation around the club in terms of like the you know the people that are Enoch and 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 Levy out and all that. Do you, do you feel that, irrespective of who the manager was? So say for example, you know we we, we were linked with quite a few uh, uh, managers 
um, in the past. So, you know, Ten Hag and the, the guy that mm. went to uh, Bayern and, and obviously Conte and um, other and Fonseca and all of that. So do you, do you feel that um, even if we got a, a top, a top, quality manager and not top quality manager but you know a, a good manager that wasn't the, the majority of the fans is first mm-hmm. choice that we're, that, that we're gonna have because it, it's this as you say this the bad atmosphere there's an atmosphere around the club and I I, I kind of um as you say I, 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 I feel sorry for Nuno in terms of the fact that as you say he wasn't everyone's first choice and I think there was a lot more people that, that are not level-headed that actually you know, we're quite happy that he's not really succeeded because it's a vindication that actually Enoch are, you know, a tight wads and, and they don't care and all this sort of stuff. And it, it gives them the opportunity to perpetuate this, uh, you know, this whole uh, movement and, and ideology about hating Enoch and, and stuff like that. So, uh, you, you know, if, if, for example, Conte is like, you know, there's a lot of talk about Conte at the moment. If that falls through and we end up getting someone else, then, what you know? How how does that how is that manager going to deal with that? Because I just feel that think, the atmosphere around the club means that he's not going to he's going to come into another shit atmosphere. Yeah, I don't think they can afford for Conte not to happen now. I think one of the yeah. aspects, the reason why this you know where, where people reacted the way they did is because the debacle of the search for that manager. And then it, um, and if they'd appointed Nuno straight away afterwards, I don't. Maybe it would have been slightly different. But the fact that we went round the houses and went on for months and months. So and you, months, hold on. So are you saying became, that you would, you would have, you wouldn't have had this apathy for Nuno if he was, if he was a first choice? No, no. no I'm just saying. Let me, let me finish. Uh, is that? Is that I, I, it's the it's the situation that's also compounded this problem is that we what we've done is we we've we've gone around the houses and looking and and it's looked embarrassing for the club and looked embarrassing from the fans immediately that's got the backs up of everyone and everyone's then gone Nuno really and and then the fans are like that well you know that's not who we thought we were getting we'd resigned ourselves to someone we hadn't heard of with von second thought all right okay he's an attack uh, and it, it so it dragged on for so long and then we ended up with someone who pa- teams like palace had rejected etc and it, it did kind of so he was before we knew the, before we knew before we knew that yeah. conte was the front runner today right yeah there was, right. you know and, and and was there was rumours about Nuno um, being going because just I'm mean, just popping it in there. I don't know if, if, mm. if like if Paolo knows and if how many other people know, but like Darren Anderson, someone asked the question um, overnight about has has yeah. Nuno been sacked? Spurs official tagged Spurs official in, and Darren Anderton at four forty seven in the morning because he's in the US. So I don't know what time that is in the US. About eleven half eleven at night, but four forty seven in the morning. Darren Anderton answers yes. Nuno has been sacked, mm. and it's like, oh, no, no, no ex-player does that. So you knew that it was actually on the cards. Mm. But so mm. at that point, when we kind of knew that there was rumours that he'd definitely gone, like you know, all of a sudden we're talking about oh, get Fonseca, get Fonseca in. Like you know, I'm hearing, I'm seeing tweets getting get Fonseca in. So you know, who do we want? You know what I mean, who do we want? It's like, well, why, why do we want? Why do we want Fonseca? I've never even heard of Fonseca and and his ability to manage. Oh, that, that, was, that, that, was, that, that was wasn't it? Because of Fonseca mm. being a Roma, because he knows the Italian thing. I, I thought the interesting thing about the whole manager merry-go-round was the fact that 
nobody wanted to come to come to our club. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. no, well, but you know, all these big, all these big names that they were throwing around, everyone was looking at it going, "You're joking, aren't you? I'm not going to work with Levy. Who wants to work there? Who wants to work in, you know, at, at, at this place?" They, yeah. I mean, you know, they were going, "Oh, we're going to get Brendan Rodgers." Like, <laughs> Brendan mm. Rodgers is in the Champions League. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but they they the, move so quickly. In the panorama on. European League, he's in the Champions League. Why on earth would he come to Spurs? Why would mm. Nagelsmann? You know, they all went to big jobs. Bayern Munich, the German national team. You know, it's, yeah. But they I, move I, I really, really quickly on Conte because they they just they could not afford another debacle like that again. Yeah. So they they probably like promised the earth to him. Um, if if he indeed is going to come, which it looks as if he will, but the, the, if they let this one slip now, can you imagine the Ferrari? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just they can't. Be, they can't. You know. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Right. Okay. Excellent. Good stuff. I think um, obviously we've, we've we've covered off quite a bit there, and so we've got a few questions for um, Paolo as our uh, as our special guest. So um, yeah, just 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 a few questions here, Paolo. Um, how comes you're a Spurs supporter? What happened? What's the what's the link? You know, obviously grow, growing up in Woking, I've got, I didn't, I've got no, sneak... no, 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 no. I didn't. Well, I say I grew up in Woking because I spent most of my teenage years there. I, I got to Woking when I was about ten. Basically, I was living okay. in Bagshot. It was I was seven years old. It was nineteen sixty-seven. I knew you were going to say. I wasn't. Yeah. Actually, I wasn't seven years old. I was. I was probably nine, eight or nine, and I was playing a lot of football. I was really into football. And um, I was listening to radio on Saturday afternoon and it said that Tottenham Hotspur were playing, and I always get this wrong, either Derby or Nottingham Forest in the semi-final of the FA Cup. It was 1967, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. And I thought, whoever wins that game, I'm going to support because I need a team to support. Because in Bagshot, yeah. you got it's, it's, there's nothing for miles around, okay? So... I thought, whoever wins that game, and then I, you know, like when you're a kid, you forget this shit, right? And then Thursday at school, somebody says to me, Oh, Tottenham, no, Spurs are playing Chelsea in the cup final. And I went, Well, went to Tottenham Hotspur. And they went, Well, that is Tottenham Hotspur, you dicks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, Well, that's my team then, because they beat whoever it was in the semi final. And then, of course, we beat Chelsea 2 1, and that's why I'm a Spurs supporter. Do you know what? I absolutely knew you were going to say 1967 because that is the very, very same reason why my dad supports Spurs. He grew up in Cobham. Um, oh, okay. And yeah, the only reason he supports Spurs is because you know Spurs beat Chelsea in the 1967 yeah. FA Cup final. So it looks like an awful lot of Spurs supporters came from that era, just purely off the back of a the cup vintage run. Vintage year, and... the vintage year of, uh, of Spurs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, excellent, good stuff. You've obviously um, you know worked alongside Martin Chivers as well on yeah. his book Big Big Chiv. How did how did that come around with Chivers? And you know what were the highlights of working alongside him? And um, oh man, it was. I'm it sure, was, you've got some like, stories. You've got to remember something, right? I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but I grew up in the children's home, right? Yeah. And like, I had his poster up on the wall. It was like, I, I mean, I'd never seen a player like it. I'd never seen a. I, if you remember, you probably guys don't. But back in the day, centre forwards were big, burly geezers right who held the ball up or were good headers yeah. but i'd never seen someone so big and so skillful it was like wow look at this guy you know he could dribble he could you know do all this stuff i was absolutely i adored him man 
anyway, cut fourth, I had an agent who um, uh, he uh, he did a lot of sports stuff. And he called me up one day and he said to me, what do you think about Martin Chivers? And I said, <laughs> what do I think about him? I think he's God. You know, he's my hero. So when he wants to do a book, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> And uh, I met him at this hotel. And you know what? When he walked in, I just went, that's Martin Chivers. And the reason I say that is because he still looks like he did back. You know, he looks after himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? He still had that, you know, thing. Anyway, so we got on really well. And so I live in North London. And he lives in Potter's Bar. And I used to get the train up to Potter's Bar every Wednesday. I said, look, when we're doing this book, We've got to do it every Wednesday, right? I'm going to come to you every Wednesday and we're going to do it until it's ready. And uh, so every Wednesday, I'd go up to Potter's Bar, he'd meet me in his car, right? And I'd get in, he'd go, how are you? I'd go, yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right. You know. <laughs> all the time, man, I'm thinking, I'm in Martin Chibber's car. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd get to his house, go, do you want a coffee? I'd go, yeah, 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 why no sugar? And then he'd go off and think, Martin Shivers is making me a cup of coffee. <laughs> but anyway, I got it into my mind. I thought, you know what? I really want to go to my grave having known that Martin Shivers passed the football to me. It became a bit of a thing <laughs> for me. I kept thinking every week I'd go, right? And I think, I just want to, I just want to get a, me and you and a ball. That's what I want, you know. Anyway, so you can, he lives in a, it's not a flash house, but it's a, it's a really nice house, spacious, roomy. You know, he's done well. I mean, when he was 17 at Southampton, he was already on a mortgage. So he, he looked after his money. He, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a George Best or a Gazza, was he? Do you know what I mean? So mm. anyway, he's got this garden and it's this lawn and it's, ma it's beautiful, man. It's immaculate, right? So anyway, we get to the end of the book, right? And I went, you know what, Martin, I think that's it, you know. And he went, really? He said, yeah. He said, what do we do now? I said, we go outside and we have a kick around. <laughs> <laughs> and this look of terror came on his face. Like, Ugh. and I thought, oh, my God, what have I said? And then I suddenly realised he didn't want me on his immaculate manicured lawn <laughs> kicking up the turf, kicking a ball. And do you know what he said to me? He went, you know what, why don't you come round next week? And we'll go out and have a kickabout down the local park. And I thought, oh, man, I'm going to go around to his house, go, boom, boom, come on and come out the play, please. <laughs> he was brilliant, man. He was brilliant. But the best bit was um, I got hold of, um, I went to the Steve Perryman event. No, I went, and I went down to Exeter to interview Steve about Chivers, right? And Steve told me he had a tape of the 1972 UEFA Cup final. Uh, when we played Wolves, the first leg, right, at Molyneux. And I don't know if you know about that game, but in the first half, at half-time, Bill Nicholson and his assistant, Eddie Billy, Bailey, they ripped into Chivers. They really ripped into him. So much so that he walked out of the dressing room, right? He was, fuck you lot, and he just walked out. And the rest of the team came out, they're like, don't listen to him, big Chib, don't listen, you know. Because I, I think with Chib, they always wanted more out of him because he was so talented. Do you know what I mean? It was like, yeah. you know, they, they kind of put the pressure on him. So anyway, I got hold of this tape and I took it round to, to, to Martin's house and I said, look, I've got a tape of the first game. It's when he scores the winner in the last minute. And, uh, and we sat and watched the bloody game, not the whole 90 minutes. And at half-time, when it went for half-time, he turned to me and he went, I didn't play that badly, did I? I was like, 
Do you know what I mean? And then I don't know if you know this, but he scored. It was one all, and he scored with about two minutes to go with a 35 yard Thunderbolt. I mean, it's, it's one of his great goals, you know, if not his greatest goal. And um, he said to me, he said, Shall I tell you what really happened? I said, Go on. He said, Well, I got the ball. I thought, It's one all. We'll get him back to the lane. We'll beat him there. Uh, the Spurs fans are behind the goal. If I want to put the ball to them, they'll keep it for a minute and then we can get out of here with a one or draw. So he's just larriped it and he flew into the net. <laughs> oh, God, that's, ab- that's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I love doing that book, man. It was brilliant. It was great. I, you know. <laughs> Sounds absolutely fantastic. But just out of interest, which current or recent Spurs player would you most like to write a book about? Leading on from, obviously, the Chivers book that you did. Who, who who out there fascinates you enough, or would be interesting enough from your perspective to uh, delve into their delve into their lives? And you could have a kick about with them as well if you wanted, I suppose. That's a good question. I mean, I would be I'd be interested in Delhi's story. His background is you know yeah. where he came from, and you know being adopted, and you know that that I think I think that 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 would be interesting. I mean, obviously the main one is Harry Kane, but you know, Harry's life has been just, you know, it's just been, uh, you know, there, there's no turbulence there. Is, I mean, you know, that fo- I'm sure you guys have seen that photo of him in his, when he was eight and he's yeah. with David Beckham yeah. and yeah, he's yeah, with yeah. a girl and that yeah. girl is now his wife and now he's England catch. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I love Harry Kane, obviously, and I think he's great, but someone like Delhi would be interesting just because of his background, I think. Yeah, not much of a story with Harry there, is it? You know, as you say, no, that's you know, what there's I no, there's I no mean, turbulence and he's pretty vanilla, pretty safe and yeah, safe yeah. and boring, I suppose, really. Yeah, yeah but, that, you know, that's why, you know, that's why he's such a, a success because I remember when he did his ankle the last time, and he put this footage on Instagram of him training in Barbados, I think, come trying to come back. And I was watching him and he was doing that stuff with the, um, you know, with the elastic ropes with the, with his yeah. ankle, you know, and I looked and I watched him for about five minutes and not one bit did he look, did he not look focused on what he was doing? He's so focused on what he's mm. doing. And that's, that's the mark of the greats, I think. You know, it's no surprise to me that Messi and Ronaldo stayed behind and Beckham as well. You know, even though I don't think he was obviously in their company, but you know, they stay, be, they they dedicate themselves to their craft. I mean, you have all that other stuff going on, the, the money, the this, the that, blah blah blah, but that they, they stay focused on the craft, and that will see you through. And and that's what Harry's got. He's got that steely determination. You know. Paolo, can I ask you a not a football-related question? If yeah, of course. you're into music as well, right? Well, I was, yeah. Yeah, if you could go get in a time machine and go back and interview any particular artist or band, who would you who would you who would you interview? Well, it would be it would be two guys that I did interview, which is Marvin Gaye and Stevie Wonder. Oh wow! And Marvin, I didn't know enough about music. I was 21, 22, and Obviously, man, if I could get him now, I'd be because I, I know his music. And, and sometimes, sometimes when you meet guys like that, you have to know music. And I didn't. I didn't know the blues. I didn't know jazz. I didn't know do what he was in do what groups when he was a kid. Mm. You know, and I would have been able now to say to him that bit there on, you know, what, what's 
going on those chorus that that company you do yeah. and blah blah blah. That could be Stevie because he was in a dressing room. He was really badly arranged and all the rest of it. And uh, it was after this gig in in uh, town in France, and I was in this dressing room, and there's about thirty people in there, and I started interviewing Stevie, and. It's breaking up. We're missing some gold here, I think. Yeah, it just put me off. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I had all these questions and I just couldn't think of them. And I kept thinking, he's fucking looking at me. And do you know <laughs> what I mean? It was so I'd love to go back to Steve because I'm a huge Stevie fan and, you know, talk to him. But Marvin's gay voice, uh, Marvin Gay's voice is incredible. If you've ever heard any of those um, ones where they kind of take all the, oh, um, all the orchestral stuff out and all the back, just hear his voice just. You ever seen straight. that documentary when he's in Belgium? There's a really weird documentary in Belgium. When, well, after uh, after he left America in the early 80s, he went to Belgium. This promoter who loved him put him up and kind of put him back on the road. Mm. You know, there's a bit, he goes into a church and he sings the Our Father, just a cappella. Mm. He's Amazing. Just, I haven't heard that. Like, yeah. He's just, <laughs> just an, an absolutely stunning yeah. voice he's got. Stunning. Yeah. Right, okay, brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Love the uh, love the Martin Chivers um, stories there. We probably could have had a whole hour of just Martin Chivers stories, and you know, obviously when we dialed in today, I wasn't expecting you to say that you asked uh, you know, Martin Chivers for a game of football in his uh, in his back garden, which is just great, crazy. I've still got. Think- I'm going to go around there one day, man. I'm going to do next summer. <laughs> just bang on his door. Come on, let's go. Is Martin there? Can Martin come out to play? Yeah, 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 yeah. With you. I'll have a with, ball with, under my arm, you know. I'll say to his and, missus, come on, can I have Martin for a full-on Spurs kit as well? Yeah, he, was great, he, was great about, he was great about Nicholson. He gave me a lot of insight into Nicholson because they had this really... I mean, it's a very interesting period because players then were starting to see their worth, right? Mm. So he said... <laughs> Because, like, they're thinking to themselves, hang on a sec, like, he was earning, like, the average, he said to me, the average wage, like, in the early 70s was 20 quid a week, and they're on 60, right? Wow. So, so, but they're thinking to themselves, hang on a minute, it's, you know, these are, back in the day, right, there's 50,000, 60,000 people in White Hart Lane, you know, (laughs) they've all just paid a pound. And we're getting, do you know what I mean? So yeah. there was a lot of player power, which Nicholson hated. And anyway, he said he did this. So anyway, finally, they did this deal. Nicholson said, look, if the crowds are over 35,000, you can start getting a cut, right? So if there's 50,000, you get 15,000, blah, 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 right? And he goes, from that day on, he said, whenever we went out to warm up, Gilly, Alan Gilsey, would be standing there, not kicking the ball, not running or anything. I go, Gilly, what are you doing? He said, I'm counting the crowd. He said, I reckon we've got about <laughs> sixty thousand. <laughs> Sorting out their wage increase. All he was doing was counting them. One, two, three. <laughs> but it's an interesting period, and and what was lovely about it was that him, him and Bill were at each other's throats the whole time that, that he was at Spurs, and. Um, then he went to Switzerland, and when he was in Switzerland, about two years later, Spurs came over on a tour, and Bill was there, and he got this message with him and his wife like to go out for dinner with Bill and his wife, and he said, I, f- I felt like, well, you know, 
this guy is just fucking, he just criticised me the whole, you know what Nicholson was like, you know, he was, you know, there's that great Cliff Jones story he said when he came off the pitch once and Bill patted him on the back and said, well played. He went, bloody hell, Bill, I must have played really, for you to tell me I've played well and pat me on the back and Nicholson went, never forget, son, a pat on the back is just two feet away from a kick up the arse. <laughs> And, you know, so Nick Shivers, was, he said, I went out for dinner and he said he was so relaxed and so he said, I've gone so well. And at Bill Nicholson's testimonial at, at the old White Hart Lane, it was because Bill can walk very well. And he asked for Chivers to bring him out onto the pitch. Out of all the players, he asked for Chivers. And wow. it was, yeah, it was such a lovely moment. I was there at that, at that game and it, it was such a lovely moment. Absolutely amazing. It sounds like a good good read that book, anyway. So yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, even if I say so myself, <laughs> <laughs> must check it out. Just yeah. um, just just looking at the time, you're conscious of time moving on. Just just um, a quick wrap up, I suppose. We've got two two games coming up this week. Um, one at home to Vitesse in the um, Conference League on Thursday, and then we've got Everton away on the seventh, which is Sunday, isn't it? I'm not yeah. sure. Not sure what time the kickoff is. That a half past four, is it, or a two o'clock? No, I think it's a two o'clock because we're in the um, it's the com- it's because of the conference league. So we we wouldn't have had a game. When, it's not TV coverage. It's just a Sunday, just to fuck me off. All right. Well, it, well, it, well it's on our TV, Steve. Anyway, isn't it? I, I, oh. I won't be in. So it won't make a difference to me. Okay. <laughs> Very true. Right. Okay. Let's, let's go around quickly for uh, some predictions. Obviously, if we'd kicked off this pod and Nuno was still in a job, I think we would have probably all been quite doom and gloom. Things could be on the up if we get Conte in, but that is a big if, because obviously we have fucked things up before with managers. But Paolo, what's your prediction for Vitesse at home on Thursday? If Conte is on the touchline, I'm going 5-0. 5-0, bold. Lee? Yeah. Yeah, I think likewise. the whole team will. I just think the whole team will be galvanised. I really do, and I think, okay, right, it's back. You know, I O I O. It's back to work. We go. You know, yeah. and they, mm-hmm. they, they, they will be playing for their places now because, like, you know, as we discussed earlier, this guy will not, he will not tolerate any, you know, any slackness. So they will be playing for their places. So Definitely. I, I team, think five nil. Team galvanised and the crowd. Lee, yeah, sure. yeah, um, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going the same. I'm going five, five nil as well, yeah. actually, because I think if, if, if Conte's on that touchline, they'll all be playing like they've been sniffing coke off midgets' heads. You know. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from, right, Waza? <laughs> Talking of midgets, Waza, what's your prediction? He can't, he can't speak. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing a pregnant pause, but um, no, I, I'm, I'm going to say if, if if Conte comes in, I'm saying 4 0. Um, however, I, I've got a, a sneaky, leavey suspicion that we'll end up with Mason for, for a couple of weeks, <laughs> for a couple of weeks, in which case it'll be a 1 0 win. <laughs> to the test. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think, I, I think I'll have a caveat there as well. I think if Conte comes in, Again, 5-0 feels quite good. But then again, you know, Ryan Mason comes in or Tim Sherwood as caretaker. We'll probably lose 1-0. <laughs> um, move, moving on to Everton away. It's 2 o'clock kickoff, by the way. Just flew. Perfect. 2 o'clock kickoff. Waza, what's your prediction for Everton? 
Well, at the moment, Everton are getting smacked. Um, so we know what happened the last time that we played a team that got smacked the previous game. Um, so, again, I have to caveat that, obviously, that if, if Mason's in charge, I think we'll, um, we'll probably go down 2-1. Uh, if Conte's in charge, we'll win 5-0. <laughs> I, 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 do think, I do think that we would go there and absolutely fucking annihilate everybody if Conte's in charge. So five five nil if Conte's in charge. Right, coming up, come mm-hmm. coming in, Paolo. What's your uh, no, I'm, I'm optimistic exactly prediction? The same. If Ryan Mason's there, we're done for. But if Conte's there, then then it's I'd go three nil. Well, by the, by the sounds of it, if Conte comes in, we're going to be banging in the goals for the rest of the season, aren't we? So Lee, yeah. Uh, I think if um, if 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 Conte's there, it will be a different. But, but Everton are all over the shop. I mean, tonight they're um, appalling again. I, I, they? they they look absolutely dreadful. I think so. Um, are they playing I, tonight? Uh, they are playing Wolves. Yeah, but they're just what's the score? Two 0 at uh, the moment. But they just have not impressed been, me at all. Yeah, it, it could have been more. I mean, Wolves. I think Wolves have had at least one ruled out, haven't they? So yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think if 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 we've still if we've got a caretaker in charge, we, we'll still win. Maybe the, you know two two one. If Conte's there, I think the midgets are coming out again, and, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think we're gonna it's gonna be four nil. Yay for the midgets! <laughs> yeah, hurrah for the midgets! Good job, good job. Simon's not on this week, isn't it? As well, you know, we'd have yeah. double trouble with the midgets, wouldn't we? But um, he's not, he's not, how small he is. Yeah, you're not. You're not going to do an on this day, this day today, Jay. I mean, this is a good day to do an on this day, mate. Oh yeah. Well, I'll give you my prediction first. If Conte's in Sunday, we're going to win 100 nil. Three, yeah, 150 nil, three one. <laughs> um, if Conte isn't there, we'll lose lose two nil. But um, a quick a quick on this day before we wrap up. In 2017, we beat Real Madrid three one in the Champions League at Wembley. Wow. Our midfield maestro was Harry Winks. Believe it or not. And yeah, you just just wonder. You know, new manager comes in. Will we see a resurgence in Winks? Will he get another chance, or no. will no. he get kicked into the long grass? Which I suspect, which I suspect he will. Yeah, so, I, I think they'll be looking to get you know money for him to bolster the squad. To you know, I mean, it, 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 Levy's probably panicking as Conte signing thing. In fact, you know, so <laughs> he'll probably. I'm sure Winks will be someone he'll sell. Definitely. They were going to get rid of him before, weren't they? They were going to get rid of him, and he just played a few games in pre-season. Looked like he could play forward a couple I of times. Remember that Real Madrid sudden... game, man? That Real Madrid oh, I loved game. It. We, yeah, it was we fun, were playing fantastic. Ole, Ole football, weren't we? Yeah, Ole football yeah. with Real Madrid. I was sitting there thinking, am I on LSD or something? Incredible. <laughs> we're playing Ole football against Real Madrid. Ole, Ole, <laughs> unbelievable. Absolutely, wow. absolutely insane, wasn't it? But um, yeah. I think I think that pretty much wraps up this week's pod. We've been um, going on for quite a bit. Fingers crossed, things pick up. We get a decent manager in tomorrow in Conte. Things pick up, and yeah, fingers crossed. But anyway, give a quick shout out to um, our friends at Redemption um, Brewing, the uh, the best brewery in London and Tottenham, and also shout out to We Are Tottenham Pie and Mash, located next to the bus stop, opposite the West Stand, which I was in there on Saturday with my mate and I looked at the bus stop 
and there was some some graffiti on the um on, on the bus stop that says something like um charlene loves dave's cock or something like that which made me <laughs> laugh just really briefly for a second but you know yeah i shouldn't have said that on a family pod like this but um yeah that wraps it up cheers for listening and come on you spurs come on you spurs boys <laughs>